Thank you for listening to the Rivers Church podcast with Pastor Andre and the Rivers team. Be sure to subscribe for a weekly dose of encouragement and inspiration to help your daily life. We pray that this message will help in whatever season of life you might be in. I don't know if you've noticed, but life is full of negative experiences. And most people spend their lives complaining, griping, whining, even crying and getting angry at life's negative experiences instead of growing themselves bigger than life's negative experiences. Challenges always reveal the size of a person. And what God's calling us to do is not to shrink life to suit us, but to grow ourselves so that we go beyond the challenges and negative experiences of life. Today I want to speak to you and I've entitled the message Growing Larger Than Our Negative Experiences. How many of you know COVID has been a negative experience? But we've got to grow larger than our negative experiences, grow larger than our challenges, and we've got to move into life bigger than whatever comes at us. Napoleon Bonaparte, who was a leader of men, said this. He said, when small men attempt great enterprises, they always end by reducing them to the level of their mediocrity. You know, when you face challenges, it tells you a lot about your size. It tells a lot about what you can handle. And we see so many movements and activists, I mean, activists are a dime a dozen today, trying to change the world and make the world nice. But I don't know if you've looked at the laws of life, life is pretty hard. And if you think of life in general, you know, there's some things that you can't change. The tide goes out and the tide comes in. Life is incredibly good. Then it turns bad. Life is easy sometimes and wonderful. Then suddenly it's hard. These are the cycles and the laws of life. And you can't change them. You've got to change yourself. There's summer. Then there's winter. And we can't complain about the winter. No, you have to grow bigger. You have to insulate yourself. Then you can deal with winter. Winter's not going to change because you're complaining. And we need to realize that life is like us. There's often excitement, then there's disappointment. Pity about that, but that's the way life is. There's progress, then there's setbacks. There's gain, then there's loss. And sometimes you have storms that wipe out things and you want to know why, but you can't know why. There's births, but there's also deaths. We've seen quite a few over this year. There are ups and there are downs. There are booms, then there are recessions. That's the nature of of life. You can lose your job, but listen, their diseases, then their health. That's the way it is living on this planet. It can be hard and it can be easy. Even in church, it can be good and then sometimes, sadly, it can be bad. We can't try and change all these things, but we can change ourselves and grow ourselves. And what I've noticed in the world today is we've got so many activists trying to make the world nice instead of making themselves bigger than trying to change the world. And God told us that the world would be challenging. He said that we would have real serious negative experiences, but he said we need to trust him and we need to make our lives despite them. Now in the book of Genesis, as we open up today, Genesis chapter three, after the fall of Adam and Eve, God spoke to them and warned them of what life would look like. And a lot of people don't know what life actually looks like. And the Lord said to the woman, you will suffer terribly when you give birth, but you will still desire your husband and he will rule over you. The Lord said to the man, you listened to your wife and ate fruit from that tree. And so the ground will be under a curse because of what you did. As long as you live, watch this, you will have to struggle 
to grow enough food. So it's not going to be easy to make a living. He says, your food will be plants, but the ground will produce thorns and thistles. So you go out and you're trying to produce fruit, but you get something else. You get storms, you get negative experiences. And then he says, you will have to sweat to earn a living. You were made out of the soil and you will once again turn into soil. So life will be a mixture of good and bad. There's food, there's babies, there's all kinds of things that are available, but then there's also death. We go back to the soil. We're going to have babies and there's going to be a wonderful joy, but it's going to come through pain. And we've got to know how to be bigger than the challenges that we face. Always remember the generations straight after this scripture is mentioned began to build cities and develop their lives and rose above the conditions to make something of the world prior to the flood and sometimes we want everything to be easy and we want life to change to suit us but we've got to become wise and find a way around our challenges and become bigger as people. I don't know if you know but every year between 600,000 and 800,000 metric tons of fishing gear, just fishing nets and fishing gear, end up being thrown into the sea or lost at sea and they end up floating on the oceans. Add to that eight metric tons of plastics that get washed off beaches into the ocean and you've got some islands of rubbish floating in the ocean three times the size of France. Now man, We've got activists making us aware of these conditions, making us aware of how terribly dirty we are and how we're throwing plastic in the ocean. But the Dutch came up with something clever. They thought about a way to be bigger than the mess, bigger than the way people are. And they came up with this, this invention where they put these floating buoys into the sea, 600 meters long, three meters in. Doesn't affect the sea life, but it collects all the wheels and the tires, the fishing gear, even microplastics are filtered out of the ocean because they found a way around the challenge instead of complaining and griping and moaning about the challenges in life. I love what Proverbs 24 says about this. It says the wise are mightier than the strong. And those with knowledge grow stronger and stronger. You see, when you think differently, when you get God's wisdom, then you become bigger than the negative experiences. And instead of trying to be an activist all the time, change everything, change what people say, change what people are doing, you just become bigger than it and you defeat it. And the problem with the world is that people are spending all their time trying to change it instead of trying to change themselves. Now there's a wonderful excerpt from a tomb that's in Westminster Abbey, dated back to 1100 AD, and uh, a bishop was buried there. On the tomb, I want to read to you what it says, and many of you would recognize this, it's been used many times, but it's a good reminder today. And he says, when I was young and free, and my imagination had no limits, I dreamed of changing the world. As I grew older and wiser and realized the world would not change, I shortened my sight somewhat and decided to change only my country, but it too seemed immovable. As I grew into my twilight years, I settled on changing only my family and those closest to me, but alas, they would have none of it. Now as I lay on my deathbed and I suddenly realized that if I'd only changed myself first, then by example I could perhaps have changed my family. And from their inspiration and encouragement to me, I would have been able to help my country. And from there, I may even be able to change 
the world. You see, as you get older and wiser, you realize you can't change certain things. The sun comes up, it goes down. There are ups and downs. There are good and bad. There are booms and recessions. Instead of fighting and complaining and trying to make the world a nice and easy place, we've got to become bigger people and we actually have to grow ourselves primarily before we try and change the world. Leo Tolstoy, the Russian novelist, said this. He said, everyone thinks of changing humanity but no one thinks of changing himself. And today's world, we see so many, especially young people, trying to make the world a nicer place. They even have safe spaces at university, and we end up focusing on trivial things instead of making ourselves bigger than the negative experiences and the trivial things in life. Pastor Wilma and I happened to just be watching through YouTube and we noticed a Judge Judy clip that came up and we quickly looked at it because her hair looked different. You know, she's been a judge for, for decades. And she said this in an interview on television. She said, people spend their time focusing on minutia and end up damaging all their relationships. The word minutia, small things. People take each other, if you've watched Judge Judy, people take each other to court. Their own family, their own fathers and kids to court over a few thousand rand and they wreck the family relationship because they want life to be nice and they can't handle it when life isn't nice instead of growing themselves bigger. So let me give you four things today. Under point number three, we're gonna have a look at a lot of practical things, but four things to do today to grow larger than our negative experiences. Number one, we have to become more than what life is. I've kind of said that already. We have to become more than what life is. Here's an important statement. The bigger we become, the easier life is. Life is difficult when you're a small person, when you can't handle difficulties and you can't get over them and you're easily offended. Life becomes incredibly difficult. But the bigger and stronger you become, the easier life becomes. You expect negative things to happen and you're not surprised and you just move on past them and things always get better when you and I get bigger. Can I encourage you? Stop blaming the system. People are pointing fingers at the system, the government, the system, the economy, how big banks and big business are the problem. And they usually have a long list of people that they are blaming for their hard life, but they are not on the list. Isn't that funny? What about us? Aren't we responsible for making life easier or hard? You see, you have to become more than what life is if you're going to overcome in life. Zig Ziglar gave us some very good advice, and I really enjoy his books. He's gone to be with the Lord. We tried to get him to speak at Rivers some time back and hoped he would, but that was not possible. But he gives us some good advice. He says, if your ride through life is not as smooth as you would like it to be, blaming the road may not be the answer. The next time you encounter a difficult obstacle or problem, you should smile and say, here's my chance to grow. Now, you see, most people say, here's my chance to gripe. We need to grow beyond our challenges. And so many people are complainers, activists. They start movements to change the way things are. Can I just give you a bit of advice? Men are sinners, and they'll always be sinners. And if you are angry at sin, 
Well, thank God, Jesus came and died for sin and has brought us forgiveness of sin. But sin is an ever-present reality, and we've got to be bigger than the sin in the world. We've got to get over all the issues in life, the unfairness in life, and we've got to be what the Bible calls overcomers. And I'm so surprised today that people are spending all their energy and time campaigning for a nicer life, a nicer car, a nicer house, more benefits, medical aid. And they just constantly are complaining, but they never, ever work on themselves. And it's a surprising thing that people want to be looked after when life is just not that kind to anybody. And we all have to realize that pain is inevitable, but misery is optional, and we have to grow ourselves beyond the difficulties of life. You have to become more than what life is. You know, it's a bit like a rugby game. A rugby game can be really, really tough and grueling. But what people are looking at is they're looking at a rugby game, and this is what they're saying. They're saying, we only want to have soft touch tackles. And and give me the ball every now and again, because it's not fair that you've got the ball all the time and don't win all the time because it makes us who lose feel really bad about losing and please could you remove the grass and put down some rubber because when we fall down on the grass we really get hurt and it really is painful and then at the end of the game could could you just make the score equal so that no one feels bad because if one team keeps winning the losers feel bad. How many of you know people would laugh at that? Because that's not the game of rugby. But we want the game of life to be like that. And the game of life cannot be like that. It cannot be painless. It cannot be easy. Rugby players have to be tough. That's when you play the game of rugby well. You've got to become bigger than what life is. The Bible reminds us about how we have to grow and be overcomers. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. It says, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. You see, when you believe who Jesus is, that He is your Savior, He is your strength, He is your hope, you have a future, you have a purpose, you have an eternity, then suddenly, no matter what happens in this life, you're bigger than this life and you can overcome. But it gets even better. He goes on to say how important this is, and He says, Those born of God are the ones who actually overcome. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 4, you, dear children, are from God and have overcome them. I love this, because the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. So Jesus in us makes us bigger and stronger than anything that the world can throw at us. And when you walk with Jesus, believe in Jesus, and have Jesus in you, you shouldn't be succumbing to negative circumstances. You shouldn't be a whiner and a griper and a moaner and an activist about every issue that you're upset about. You should be bigger than that. You've got to become bigger than the world is. Another verse in 1 John, 1 John 5 and verse 4. Every child of God can defeat the world. And our faith is what gives us the victory. No one can defeat the world without having faith in Jesus as the Son of God. You know, when you trust in Jesus, you easily get over the irritations of the world, or at least you should. And we get so easily irritated, and we don't know how to turn our irritations into something productive. Think of the oyster for a moment. Do you know how the oyster creates a pearl? 
It's first an irritation of a grain of sand, but the oyster converts that grain of sand into something beautiful called a pearl. And we've got to be greater than the irritations of life. We've got to believe in Jesus and grow beyond. You've got to become bigger than the hard times and negative experiences that you're facing in life. COVID is not the end of the world and we can move forward. And when I get to the end of the message, point number four, gonna give you some things that we need to remember post COVID. Number two, the second thing today, as we seek to grow bigger over our negative experiences is we can only have more if we become more. We can only have more if we become more. If you can handle pain and suffering and setbacks and hardships and unfair circumstances and stop trying to reduce life to manageable, become a manager of life, because a lot of people shrink when life comes at them. But if you can grow and become more, you can have more because people who become more generally have more. Jim Rohn, the late great leadership teacher says, you can have more than you've got because you can become more than you are. In fact, you can only have more than you have if you become more than you are. And the reason people don't have more is because they've not become more. And they keep blaming systems and keep being uh, negative and saying, oh, why is life like this? Instead of taking life and making it better. Let me give you a very, very important reminder. When the children of Israel were led by God out of Egypt into the wilderness, God had a great plan for their lives. But on the journey, his intention was that they become more so that ultimately they could have more. And guess where it went wrong? Canaan was there, but they never became what God intended them to become. So they never got what God intended for them to have. They constantly complained. They were too small. It was too cold. It was too hot. There was too much manna, not enough meat. It was difficult. They, they, it, they were thirsty. And so they complained instead of becoming bigger. And as a result, God called off the trip and he said, well, that's that. And many of them didn't make it because they didn't become in order to have. And a lot of people don't understand that basic principle. To have more than you've got, you've got to become more than you are. And if we want things to improve, we have to improve. And if we want to have more, we've got to become more. You see, you can't change a wilderness. A wilderness is a wilderness. And if you're in a wilderness and if you're facing negative circumstances, you've got to become bigger and stronger than them. And you've got to put your faith in Jesus and rise above the wilderness. And often people don't realize as they point fingers at everything that they have to look at themselves. A very famous story is told and has been quoted by many of our pastors. The Times, I think it was of London, sent a letter to a number of authors and uh, they asked them this question, what's wrong with the world today? And G.K. Chesterton, that famous author, wrote back and said, I am yours sincerely. G.K. Chesterton. In other words, stop looking at what's wrong with the world and trying to change the world. No, no, look at yourself and work on yourself and grow yourself. Then you'll have more than you have and you'll be bigger than you are. People want life easy. They want comfort. They want ease. But comfort and ease are not good for growing people. And God often shakes us up. He allows hardship for us so that we can grow bigger. I don't often quote the message paraphrase, but I love this passage in Jeremiah 48 where the Lord shakes up Moab. And I love what it says because I think it's prophetically applicable to us. 
today. Remember, this is a paraphrase. It says, Moab has always taken it easy, lazy as a dog in the sun, never had to work for a living, never faced any trouble, never had to grow up, never once worked up a sweat. But those days are a thing of the past. I'll put him to work at hard labor. I'll wake him up to the world of hard knocks that will smash his illusions. And you know, God allows us to go through difficulties, good times, bad times, health, sickness. Things occur in order to grow us and to get us out of ease and to get us out of complaining and to make us bigger people, overcomers through Christ. Number three, the third thing today in how to overcome and grow ourselves